Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hello. Hey, hey. <laughs> How are you? Really excited for my weekend. Why? I uh, just shot a music video for some friends. Yes. I'm excited to see it. I love being in that world. Do you want to talk about it all or is it secret? Uh, no, it's not secret. It's uh, my friends have this band called Crazy Girl Therapy and they have some new music that's coming out this week. And so we're shooting music videos for all their new stuff. Yes. So we kind of have like a creative team happening in the house. Some people are writers, some people do music, and it's like a nice collab and ideally make it into like a business for the music end, but also for producing film. Yes. And what was your role in that? This one, I was like the main camera operator. Yes. And did some creative direction for storyboarding and costume stuff. Absolutely. I heard rave reviews about your camera work. Thank you. (laughs) So awesome. So awesome. I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, I feel extra excited because I was in the restaurant industry forever and I've always really loved that, but that doesn't take you anywhere. It's just been a great source of income and like stability and flexibility to pursue my creative projects. I've always been looking for something that I don't become bored of. And I've never really had that where everyone has like this obsession, like all they want to do is create music or all you want to do is talk about astrology. (laughs) I always have been like kind of jealous in a way of people that have really found their calling And I think that being in the film world really makes me feel like that, you know, having a 12 hour day and being like, okay, like I want to keep talking about it. I want to work on the next project. It makes me feel alive. Well, no day is the same. It also reminds me of the part of the restaurant that I love, like working as a team, like very high energy. You all have to rely on each other. It's just like so much adrenaline and teamwork happening and like a time crunch. And I love that high that you get. It's like so rewarding. Hmm. And then this, you know, this actually is like a lasting career. You know, yes. you have like a, a product at the end of it that you are all like really proud of that you contributed to. So when are we going to get to see the video? This song's coming out on the 26th. Not, I mean, it's not astrology related, but it's kind of like <laughs> therapy related. It's called Carl Youngin. Um, and it's just about like kind of like obsession and shadow work and also like letting go. But it's, yes. it's a comedy pop song. So it's just really like light and fun. I love it. It's a hilarious song. Um, but yeah, that it comes out on the 26th. So we'll, hopefully we'll have the video done by the 26th. That's okay. Like 10 days. We'll, fingers crossed. We still have like some footage. Wait, the 26th of, of March? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So the 26th of March is when the video is going to be coming out. The 26th is when the song is coming out. Hopefully the video. I'm, okay. not, I'm not quite sure. Because that would be this week that we're talking about right here march 26th (laughs) Uh, yeah it's called you can go to like instagram and it's crazy girl therapy or crazygirltherapy.com and there'll be some fun stuff on there to look at oh i love it i love it it's like self-help meets comedy kind of like making fun of the spiritual world but also taking part in it this is so perfect for pisces season yeah yeah because pisces is spirituality pisces is the unconscious. It's all that Carl Jung. It's all that work. Yeah, that was all like last week. So 
Yeah, well, it's still happening now because Mercury is still in... In Pisces? Pisces, oh, yes. Oh, so our communication is still up in that dream world? The conscious mind is still connected to the unconscious mind. Yes, conscious wow. mind in the dream world. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so I love it. I love the theme of the music. Yeah, it works well with the astrologies right now. <laughs> yes. So this week is like the very beginning we just had the astrological new year like two days ago. Was it Saturday? It was Saturday when the sun moves into Aries. Sun moves into Aries, which is yes. also the spring equinox. Yes. So that's like the beginning of the astrological new year. Yes. We finished out Pisces. The sun in Pisces mm-hmm. just ended yep. on that day as well. Yep. Beginning of Aries season. Yep. And then Venus followed the sun into Aries on Sunday. So our relationships. In fire. Uh (laughs) our relationships are on fire now (laughs) full speed ahead (laughs) yes so i know last week we talked a lot about clearing out our psychological baggage so when we move into aries season which is the sign of the ram it can be very aggressive but it can also represent courage so if you cleared out that emotional baggage you're coming into this season with this awesome go energy that's not tainted with all of these like lingering triggers from your past yes so now that we're here how do we stay on that track of like working with that Aries energy in a productive way? By being direct. Don't hold back. And that's in communication or just in... In the way you live your life. Don't hold back on the reins. Don't be a people pleaser. I love to be a people pleaser. I'm, I'm working on that. <laughs> it's your south node. That's why you love being a people pleaser, but that doesn't work for you. I've had some good practice this weekend in that video shoot of speaking up for myself and being direct... Exactly. That's you living in your North Node, which is in Aries. And it went really well. Yes. I was so excited to tell you this morning that I had like this little (laughs) conflict thing happening and I had to like really speak up. And I was excited to hear it. (laughs) Proud of you. It's so good. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And so with the sun and Venus moving into Aries now, that is awakening your soul's purpose for anyone who was born with the North Node in Aries. And we keep talking about the North Node. Maybe just a little definition of the North and South Node for everybody. Yes, the North Node is your soul's purpose. It's the dragon's head. It's the hill. It's the karma that you're meant to experience in this life, the gifts that you're meant to receive through the traits that you're meant to cultivate in this life. The more you spend your energy in the North Node, the more your soul feels at peace. But there is the tendency to be lingering in the south node. The south node is the dragon's tail. It's the valley. This is the karma that you experienced in your past lives. The gifts that you received through the traits that you cultivated in your past lives that you brought into this life, though it's more familiar, and so it might seem easier for you to spend your energy in your south node, the more that you do, the more you feel frustrated and unfulfilled. What's my south node? Libra. People pleaser. So that's always come so easy to me, but it does create like this, this friction within myself. And I didn't know about the North Node until I met Scott and he's been pushing for that, like, you know, go energy, that being direct and taking action. 
and sticking up for myself. And this year has been so amazing because of it. And it was really scary at first, but every time I practiced it, the reward was so great. It just became much easier for me to to do that and not have that fear of like what was going to happen if I wasn't a people pleaser. Yes. Like once you do it that first time and then the second time and the third time and each time you get that reward. Yeah. You're like, okay, this doesn't feel as uncomfortable as it did in the past. So I'm going to keep making this choice. The North and South Node are like my obsession right now. Like everyone <laughs> talks about their sun sign. For me, where it's at right now, I really love to hear everyone's um, North and South Node. It's like the gifts you came here with and then what you're supposed to learn here on the planet. It gives you so much insight as to like what is happening on the inside and how you can start to like shift and feel better. Like you're living out your soul's purpose. And that's what I've always been missing my whole life. I'm, I've always wondered like, what is my soul's purpose? Like, what the fuck? Why am I not like obsessed with astrology or like obsessed with making music? I want that obsession. And even though this isn't like a career type thing, practicing being direct for me has been very empowering and is like helping me on my path to figuring out what I want to do on this planet. Yes, it's it's not career because it it involves every aspect of your life. Yeah, you're, you're being direct with a friend, being direct with a parent, with a coworker, whatever it may be. And this is for you specifically as a North Node in Aries, but like you gave that great example before we started recording about the director of the music video was discounting your role and it was frustrating you. So you stood up for yourself and by the time all was said and done, the director was thanking you for standing up for yourself. Yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's just crazy. Now, on the flip side, one of our friends, who was the other camera operator on the the shoot, his south node is in Aries. Oh, yeah. His north node is in Libra. So, so we're he, opposites. We're opposites. So for him, he is meant to be people-pleasing, meant to be asking for help, asking how he can help, asking other people what they need. And that's why he came home. I saw him that night afterwards and he was elated because he was helping other people. He was working with other people. He was engaging and felt like he was being helpful. Oh my gosh, he was. It was so incredible. That's <laughs> so cool to hear about. The more he's all about himself, the more he's frustrated. Yeah, it was definitely teamwork. And he was like a MacGyver just helping in all areas, just like uplifting everybody problem solver so cool amazing oh yes. my gosh look yes. at us working with our north node <laughs> makes life so much easier it really does yes should we move into the week yes let's do it <laughs> super cool i love it monday march 22nd we're looking at the moon which is the planet of emotions in cancer the sign that it rules double emotions double emotions <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> the planet of emotions in its emotional home aligning with neptune the planet of dreams in pisces the sign that neptune rules so both of these heavenly bodies are in positions of power because the moon is in the sign that it rules and neptune is in the sign that it rules so putting it all together you've got the emotions but the roots Cancer is also the roots. It's your upbringing. It's your childhood. It's who raised you, the ones who nurtured you and cared for you, and how that influenced your ability to nurture others. Neptune is the planet 
the cloudy planet. It's the dreamscape. The dreamscape draws you into the unconscious. So there's something today about the energy where our emotional center is being awakened within our unconscious. So this is a powerful day. And as I said earlier on, with Mercury still in Pisces, Neptune is just in Pisces. I mean, it's been there since 2012, and it's going to be there for the next few years. So this is still a time to be working with your unconscious. So what is the psychological baggage that's holding you back as it relates to your upbringing? Would that also have to do with like your dreams? So like what, what is like hiding in your psychological baggage? Yeah. What are your dreams telling you? What are your dreams telling you? Like if you had a dream last night where you were betrayed by somebody, by a friend, or maybe you were left out by a friend, what does that tell you? There's something going on within you that feels that way about your relationship with your friends. So like I was thinking actually like more of like conscious dreams, like what do you dream of Mm. of doing in this world? Like what are your like... What's your fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that plays into it as well. I was thinking like the emotional fulfillment that your dreams bring you, like kind Mm. of tapping into what, what would be fulfilling for you emotionally, like really like tying those two together. Yes. Yes. I feel like it's all connected. What do you dream of at night in your subconscious when you're not even awake? Like Mm -hmm. what is happening in there and how does that reflect on your experience? What are the messages that are coming out? But also consciously when you let your mind drift to see like, yeah, what your fantasies are. Yes. And how maybe writing down those ideas of what your fantasies are and what kind of emotional fulfillment it would bring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Connect the fantasies to the emotions. Where do they stem from? Or like the why behind like, why would you want that to happen for you? Yes. And maybe that tells you more about your subconscious. It's like, oh, I have this dream of being like a musician. It's like, well, what kind of emotional fulfillment does that give you? And then how does that relate to your childhood? It's like, well, maybe you didn't feel recognized as a child. And then you wanted to create something that made you feel connected to people. And that's like somehow a healing tool for you is like pursuing music because you are like fulfilling an unmet childhood need. Yes. Tuesday, March 23rd, Mercury, the planet of consciousness, communication, In Pisces, the planet of the conscious in the sign of the unconscious aligns with Mars, the planet of action, in Gemini, the sign of communication. So Mercury is the planet of communication aligning with Mars in the sign that Mercury rules. But this is a stressful alignment because both these signs are mutable. Gemini's mutable air, Pisces mutable water. Both mutable, strong alignment, but air and water don't mix. So the the messenger of the gods is squaring off with the god of war. So how can you connect your unconscious to your conscious and communicate that through action without without blowing anything up or rocking the boat? Sure. I mean, that's always hard. Sometimes people just don't like it when you are different than you used to be. So maybe you're connecting the dots in your mind, the subconscious connecting with the conscious. And then when you express yourself taking like, you know, the God of war, you're just like kind of taking action and in communication, people might not like it. They don't want to hear something different from you. Whatever you discovered within yourself might be uncomfortable for them to hear. Yes. When we're talking about communication is to just slow down, you know, think before you speak. 
Yeah, today is a big day for that, of slowing down, thinking before you're speaking, taking time to articulate what it is you're really trying to communicate. Yeah, it sounds so simple, but it's so powerful when we can really get grounded in what we want to communicate and not so much in the words exactly, but like the concept that you want to communicate to the person. What do you want them to understand about you? And especially when it's a tense situation, when it's tense, that's when it's most challenging to communicate. And this could be a day with some tense situations. Wednesday, March 24th, Mercury again in Pisces. More communication in the unconscious. Yes. Okay. Connecting the unconscious to the conscious is connecting with the other astrological piece that is in Gemini that we were talking about earlier, the North Node. So the North Node is in Gemini. Mercury is connecting with the North Node today. So the North Node is in Gemini, which is the sign of communication, which is ruled by Mercury. When I think of Gemini and communication, I think of listening. It's about listening. It's about asking questions and listening. So the North Node moving through Gemini is teaching us all to be better listeners. (laughs) What is our soul's purpose as a communicator? And the key to great communication is listening. So the challenge, again, with the mutual mutability, one's air, one's water, that creates a stressful challenge. Connecting the conscious to the unconscious and asking the right questions. How do you do that? It starts with really wanting to understand the people around you, wanting to be a good listener, being curious. And it's not always about us expressing ourselves. If we understand the people around us, we're going to actually be able to communicate with them better and they're going to feel heard and they're going to want to do the same thing for us. It like paves the way, like leading by example. If we're better listeners, the people in our life are going to reciprocate that without even knowing that that's what's happening. Yeah. And if you're feeling blocked, if you're having trouble listening to somebody, what is that? What's going on in the unconscious that is preventing you from engaging? I think the times that I'm not a good listener is when I feel like I really want to express myself and I don't feel heard. Mm -hmm. So just really knowing that like that's what's happening for the other person as well. If we're not giving them the opportunity to be heard, like they're going to feel that same way. And nobody, nobody likes that feeling. It sounds like a tense situation to begin with. If you're, if you're engaging with somebody and you don't feel heard by that person leading into it, that creates extra tension. So, I mean, in my example from my weekend, I think even just leading by saying like, Hey, I'm not feeling heard. (laughs) (laughs) Like instead of just exploding, being like, I'm not getting what I want. Right. Just saying like, hey, I don't think you're hearing what I need. And I'm starting to feel frustrated. Just like announcing the feeling sometimes can help someone be like, oh, they're feeling upset instead of just realizing they're upset by them, like yelling at you. Just like explain what's happening inside before you even open that that box. I think that's a great note for today is being willing to say I'm not being heard if that's how you feel. And you don't have the capacity to ask the question. A lot of the times, the go-to phrase is to say, you're not listening, which is like putting blame on the other party instead mm-hmm. of just taking responsibility and saying, the, the feeling that I'm getting here is I'm not feeling hurt. Yes. You're not pointing the finger and saying, you didn't hear what I said. It's just like, well, you may have misinterpreted it. Not saying they're not listening, but saying like, yeah. 
just the feeling that you get on your end from the experience. Yes, that's such a great note. I think we should all just delete you're not listening from our repertoire. I don't think that's a good <laughs> a good phrase to use. It just puts everyone on their defenses. Exactly. Yes. No more you're not listening. Change that to I don't feel heard. It feels softer. Yes. And, and that other person is gonna be like Yeah, it is. That's amazing. Like the language we use, how it can be like interpreted and change the whole vibe of the conversation. Because no one's gonna say to you, No, you're being heard. <laughs> you fe- what do you mean you don't feel <laughs> Yeah, when someone says you're not listening, the no one has ever been like, yeah, you're right. Everyone's like, I'm listening to you. I'm listening. Wow, it's so interesting. You just change a few words and it's a whole different experience. I think that really does just come with that little bit of slowing down. Like, what is the vibe that you want? What is like your intention behind it? Not just coming out of the gate, just like spewing your words. And that's the challenge with Mars in Gemini, the planet <laughs> of action in the sign of communication. There's like this impulsiveness to how we speak. And then with the sun and Venus in Aries, that adds to the impulsivity, if that's a word. But yes, more impulsiveness. It can be a good thing. But yeah, just being aware of the words that you use when you're expressing yourself, like don't hold back but also say it in a way that the other person is going to receive well so you can get what you want. There is a precision to Aries. Two rams smacking horns. Like, if you're off, then you're not hitting each other. What's the point? So there is the directness. There is the precision to communicating. But it can be a bit scattered with Mars and Gemini. So, man, it's it just sounds like such a complicated dance. It's like, take your time. But be direct. (laughs) Don't hold back. But at the same time, don't attack somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, communication is a real skill to learn. It doesn't come that easy. I don't think I ever got any good lessons in communication really until maybe even this podcast. Like I took years of yoga and that helps you like slow down and be more mindful. But like when we're talking about how we actually articulate with our words, that's You go to school for years of your life. Nobody's teaching you how to communicate when you're in elementary school. No. Or in high school. Mm -mm. There is no communication class. Like, this is how you articulate yourself when you're in a stressful situation. God, that would be so useful. Jeez. Yeah. Thursday, March 25th. Venus has been hot on the tail of the sun since it completed its retrograde back June of last year is like speeding up, getting closer to the sun. It finally catches up to the sun today. So Venus is the planet of relationships. The sun is the giver of light, life, and vitality. Together, they are at the same degree in Aries. And they just kind of hang with each other for a while. They're still going to be together at the end of the week when we get to the big, exciting alignment of the week. But right now, the planet of relationships is in alignment with the giver of light, life, and vitality. And the sun in Aries is in an exalted position, which means it's in a position of power. It's a big ball of fire out there that's in a fire sign. So sun, the sun rules Leo, which is another fire sign, but it's also in a position of power in Aries. So this is bringing light, life, and vitality to your relationship. So if you've been holding back, if you've been people-pleasing, There could be some flames that come out this week and particularly this day and through the weekend, pretty much the whole week as Venus is catching up to the sun and just hanging with the sun. 
So what do you want to be direct about in your relationships? What have you been holding back and what do you want to attack? I have a friend that told me she had some relationship stuff that she'd been wanting to bring up for months in relation to communicating and saying like, I don't think we have great communication in our relationship clearly because she'd been holding back for months on even just bringing it up. And she like cleared that out. She brought the subject up, talked about it directly and it went much easier than she anticipated. And the reward was feeling much more connected in the relationship. And I was thinking you were kind of saying that this was going to be happening this week. And I was like, wow, she's kind of cleared out that psychological baggage, whatever that thing she'd been holding on to, she didn't want to talk about. She finally said it. And then she was rewarded. And being able to move into the season with less of that baggage that you're holding on to, things that you have lingering that you've left unsaid, it just makes you feel lighter. You're not going to be triggered by something really small. Like I think you were saying last week, it's like a scab and somebody like picks at it and you just scream at them. It's just like, well, what? I didn't know that there was a scab there, dude. Like I was just like tapping you on the back and now you're biting my head off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Someone just taps you very softly. Hey, don't touch me. Um, I'm excited for your friend and for anyone else that's been clearing out the psychological baggage because the flip side of Aries is courage. It's, it's that courage, it's self-confidence, it's charging ahead. So there's no holding back right now. If you've been holding back that psychological baggage, you're going to throw it up on somebody. Yeah, it's going to come out somewhere. It's not going to go away just because it feels uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's just going to keep feeling more and more uncomfortable until you start letting it out. Yes. And then once you let some of it out, it will be easier to express yourself directly without biting someone's head off. Yes. It's important to remember. Aries is self-confidence. Self-confidence stems from self-love. Self-love stems from having faith in yourself. So the Pisces energy is about faith. If you have faith, if you've cleared out your psychological baggage and you have faith in who you are, then you can love yourself. And if you can love yourself, then you can be confident in your relationships. And that is behaving in a way that is not attacking or threatening another person. It's by just saying, I don't feel heard. And everyone's like, oh, Ingrid, well, please speak. Yeah, it's such a different a different energy than screaming like, nobody's listening to me. Just saying like, nobody's listening makes you sound small. Yes. Yeah, taking back your power. You had done a lot of work leading up to this shoot, and you're very confident in your skills with the camera. So... You weren't coming from a place of like a baby that's afraid that they're not going to get fed unless they throw a temper tantrum because they don't know any different. It was more like, this is why we're doing this shoot is because of these camera shots. Yeah, you wanted so. me here for this, but now we're not getting what you wanted. Like, I don't feel good about it. But also in the end, like, it's not going to be as good because we're not getting what we talked about coming here for. And you'd prepped and choreographed mm -hmm. with the camera. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, being able to get what you want out of the situation by being direct and not being, yeah, you don't have to be a dick, but you can still speak your mind. Well, when you're confident, you don't have to be a dick. There's no reason to be a dick. That's, that's being cocky. Yeah. And cockiness is not from confidence. It's from fear. Totally. Oh my gosh. And it could be so easy to basically end up just throwing a fit and being like, I'm not getting what I want. Like nobody's listening to me. I feel like that's what I was feeling on the inside. But you can't really just run around saying that on set. You just sound like an 
Yeah, maniac. Okay. Fingers <laughs> losing her mind. That that's the uh one of the other songs from the EP. She's losing her shit. Oh my She's god. Losing- it, is. <laughs> it is. That's what was happening internally. Yes. But you didn't. Yeah, just taking a second to articulate myself really, really helped. It was a fear of everything like going wrong, but also like, yeah, confidence in myself. Like I know why you wanted me for this job. And I know I'm good at it, so let me let me do my job. Yes. Friday, March 26th. So we talked about these two pieces earlier on. They were both connecting with Mercury. And now they've collided with each other in the sky. Though one is like an imaginary piece because the North Node is actually... It's just a location in the sky. It's not a planet. And just to articulate a little further about what the North and South Node are... If you imagine the Earth orbiting around the sun and imagine that there is a line, you can see a line where the Earth is orbiting the sun. You can see where it's going and you can see where it's been, just like a road in space. And then there's another line of the moon orbiting the Earth. You can see where the moon is going. You can see where the moon has been. Those two lines cross in two places that are 180 degrees apart from each other. The one that is behind us is the south node. That's where we've been. The one where we're headed is the north node. So the north node is ultimately always moving backwards, retrograde. That's how the north node moves, where the planets are always ultimately moving forward, even though sometimes they retrograde. Sometimes the north node does move direct, but Ultimately, it's always moving backwards. So today, Mars and the North Node meet in Gemini at the same degree. So all this communication, all this action, how can you put it together? How can you communicate? How can you honor your soul's purpose as a communicator through your actions? putting your words into action, making a move. We could talk about it, but like really like putting it into action and that, that kind of energy is going to fulfill your soul's purpose. Yeah. This is not meant to be a static time. This is meant to be a time of charging forward. You know, Mercury is fully out of its shadow. Now (laughs) all the planets are moving forward. This is a time to start new projects to kick off. This is like the first week of Aries. This is the astrological new year. Like that, that go energy. Yeah, go energy. Mm -hmm. I love it. So put your words into action. Mm -hmm. Saturday, March 27th. We're talking about Neptune again in Pisces and the moon. So these two met on Monday when the moon was in Cancer. Now the moon is in Virgo. So they're meeting again. Virgo is all about the details. It's opposite Pisces. So Pisces is the unconscious mind. Virgo is the conscious mind. Virgo is also ruled by Mercury. So it's all about focusing on the details. It's about articulating the dream, the unconscious, bringing it into reality. So the moon, the emotions in Virgo is about taking an analytical look at your emotions connected to Neptune and Pisces taking an analytical look at your emotions and how that relates to your unconscious and your dreams 
and what you can do to heal your emotions, to heal perhaps even your body, your physical body. What other questions would you have for that? Like really diving into your psychological baggage. I feel like this is a good day for journaling. Yes. Taking a look at what's lingering in your mind and your emotions and how to heal them. I think that's like a pretty big topic. Yes. That we would all love to get some of that out. This is a journaling day for sure. Virgo energy is all about writing, writing it out. It's about the details. It's about lists. It's about routine, schedule. When I think of Virgo also, I think of the physical body, the health of the physical body. So think about how your emotions affect your physical body and think about how your unconscious thoughts affect your physical body. How is that all tied in together? How are you feeling physically? What is your diet like? When you eat something, does it make you feel good or do you feel lethargic and upset? Yeah, I love this. I love all of this. <laughs> I bring it up all the time, but that um, trauma therapy. Yes. One of the things she asks you is to bring up whatever emotional trigger. So maybe that's anger and you're supposed to like locate it in your body. Like, where are you feeling that? And then you do a meditation around releasing, moving that energy through your body. So it's not stuck there anymore. It's very hard at first to even conceptualize finding an emotion in your body. But the more you practice it, the easier it becomes. And you're like, oh, yeah, I feel it in my stomach. That's where I feel nervous. I don't like that. Yeah, maybe when you eat, how does your body really feel when you're consuming that? Do you feel like emotionally fulfilled or, or numbed? Yeah. You just feel high? Or are you eating because you're emotional? Yeah, yeah, Or because totally. you're emotionally unfulfilled or you're feeling sad so you eat? I feel like I have a pretty balanced diet, but for sure I emotionally eat and I know when it's happening and I'll do it anyways. Even if I'm aware of the emotional eating, I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. But it's like, how do you... Even tap into that and be like, oh, I'm feeling like eating even though I'm not hungry. What could I do instead? Maybe that is like journaling, really delving into when you know you're about to do something out of emotion instead of nutrition. Where is that stemming from and what are you trying to fill? Yes, I love it. Thank you, Ingrid. Such great reflection. So everything leads up to today, Ingrid. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, isn't that uh-oh? <laughs> no. No, but it could be. I mean, like I always say, it's not the energy, it's how you're working with it. So yes. this is the energy at hand. This is March 28th, Sunday. It looks like a three-car pileup here because we've got <laughs> we've got Venus and the Sun are still right next to each other, but now they've joined Chiron, the wound. So we have the Sun shining on our relationships connecting with our wounds yes and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound so everybody is dealing with a wound to their self-confidence today it's increased in focusing on that wound to our self-confidence because the giver of light life and vitality is there the sun but the wound to our self-confidence as it relates to relationships because venus is there but then all three of these are opposing the moon, Our the emotions. planet of emotions, in Libra, the sign of relationships. Today is the full moon in Libra. Oh, wow. The full moon in Libra. So the full moon is all about release, all about release. The new moon is planting the seeds. The new moon is inhaling. The full moon is exhaling. So what did you plant during the new moon in Pisces? which was March 13th. 
What did you plant? What intentions did you set? The new moon in Pisces is about setting your intentions for your faith, your personal faith, clearing out your psychological baggage so that you can have faith in yourself. But moving forward to the full moon in Libra, it's about now that you have faith in yourself, in your unconscious, because those were the intentions that you set, now you can release and show that faith in your relationships. Show that faith, self-love. Now you show that self-confidence in your close personal relationships. So how can you, Ingrid, how can you show your newfound faith, self-love, and self-confidence in your close personal relationships? I think that starts with just being open in your communication and being able to openly share your emotions with confidence, not coming from fear, not in a like disconnected way, but being more objective about expressing your emotions. You don't have to be sad and crying to say like, this makes me really sad when you do this, or this makes me really angry when you do this. And just allowing the other person to really see you and hear you by not pointing the finger, but just sharing how you feel and not being scared to let somebody really see, see what's happening inside. I love the couple things that You said, number one, the communication part, because the moon is in Libra. Libra is an air sign. So anytime we're talking about air signs as like an underlying base, I'm thinking communication because words, sounds, they travel through the air. So this is about communication in relationships, communicating your emotions in your relationships. You also said not being scared. I mean, that's the the key of, of Aries. The ram is not scared to lock horns with another ram. So focus on the love. Focus on the love you have in yourself and the love you have for the ones that you're in relationship with. And hopefully, my hope for everyone out there is that you're truly able to express your love for the ones that you're in relationship with. And I think that people can feel closer to you when you're able to express yourself, you're going to feel more loved, even though you had to say something possibly uncomfortable, you're going to grow closer because you're sharing, you're sharing something important to you. You're asking them to show up for you. Yeah. The more you share, the more opportunities there are for growth and you can build on your relationship. Otherwise I think we can get like, I mean, the anxiety just like happens, but it happens for a reason and it can really spiral and tell yourself this other story. That's not even really true. Like, well, what if I tell them, that it makes me sad and then they get mad at me or they don't want to talk to me anymore. And it's like, well, you can either live with that anxiety, which feels like shit. And half of it's probably not even true. It's based on some past shit. Your emotions, the moon is there. That's some just old news, childhood stuff, past relationship stuff. Like give someone the opportunity to show up for you. And if they don't want to show up, well, then fuck them. <laughs> you, you know, you don't, you don't have to keep everyone in your life. When you show up for these uncomfortable conversations and people aren't interested, and you are doing it in a kind, direct way, that's all you can do. That's all you can do is just show up. And if they they don't like it, then they don't have to stay. I love that. Aries, as the ram, this is the sign that's all about boundaries, creating boundaries. So creating healthy boundaries in your relationships. If somebody's not showing up for you, then there needs to be a boundary there. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about sticking up for yourself. Yes. Sticking up for yourself. And that comes from self-love. Totally. If you love yourself and not like in an arrogant, cocky way, because that's not love. 
If you truly love yourself, then you're willing to stand up for yourself and create the appropriate boundaries. And I think all of this work just becomes easier when you're working with the energy all week. This could be a really uncomfortable thing to do, but if you are practicing every day, doing all the little things, clearing out the baggage, kind of tuning into what's happening in your emotions, connecting this unconscious with the conscious, you're going to be able to articulate something in a more grounded and thoughtful way than just like some explosion because it's been building and building all week or for weeks or for years of not yes, saying anything. Totally. And also like a little bit of work goes a long way. Maybe that's journaling or talking with a friend or talking with a therapist, but like just sitting down and giving one minute or five minutes or 30 minutes of attention to whatever issue that you're having and just just sitting with those thoughts. We don't always create time to sit with our thoughts. Thoughts are just spiraling around in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who was telling? I I think it was Gabriella told me she was having a conversation with a friend who had never meditated before. And he was like, well, because when I do, whenever I've tried to sit down, it's just like, it's too chaotic in there. And she was like, yeah, well, imagine if you connected with an old friend that you haven't seen in months or maybe even years. You haven't spoken to this person. There's so much you guys have to catch up on. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So if you are not spending time in silence with yourself, think of all that you have to catch up on in your mind. (laughs) So it's going to be chaotic and noisy and loud. So Mercury moving through Pisces this week is that opportunity for you to catch up with yourself. With yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I so love that, we, that. Yes. So when we get to the full moon, you've cleared that space. You're not doing somersaults in your mind about a situation that you don't really have a hold of. I love that metaphor. But I also love to think of it as like cleaning your house or your your space. It's like, well, if it's like hoarder status when you haven't cleaned out your garage in like years, it's going to take you a week or two to sort through all that shit. Yes. But it's like when your house is clean, you just picked up last week and you have a friend coming over for lunch and you're like, oh, I want to make my house look nice and sparkly. You spend 15 minutes like wiping your counters off and sweeping the floor. Everything's already put away all nice. It only takes a few minutes. So it's like, of course, it's noisy in there. Of course, your house is messy. You have never even tried to clean it. You've never (laughs) even tried to catch up. And I think a lot of beginners get stuck in that. But the truth is, it happens for everybody. And it also happens forever and ever. It's not like once you get good, quote unquote, (laughs) at meditating, like you don't practice for a week or a month or a year, that same shit is going to come back. It's a practice. It's not quite like riding your bike. It's it's maintenance all the time. It's maintenance all the time. If you clean your house, you got to clean your mind. Yeah. Same thing. Enjoy the full moon. What are some good full moon things to do? What are you going to do? Just writing some things down that you want to get rid of out of your psyche. Things you want to move past or things you want to work on. Maybe it's like impatience. Planting the seed would be like, I want to be more patient. But like releasing it is, I don't want that quality anymore. Yes. I kind of do it every single time. It's like we're supposed to be releasing or calling something in new moon versus full moon. But I kind of like to do both. (laughs) (laughs) that's okay yeah i want to release impatience and i want to call in feeling grounded i don't think there's anything wrong with that at the base of it you're being mindful and you're following the planetary rhythms so like with my new moon full moon classes i'm not like telling people how they need to do a moon ceremony it's whatever feels right to you what i do is just show you the energy that you're working with Mm -hmm in your personal astrological code as it relates to 
the new moon or full moon, and then you do what feels right to you. A good start is always just using whatever energy is happening. So if it's right now, it's the full moon, writing even just three sentences about what you want to release. Yes. Something you want to let go of from your past. Awesome. Thank you, Ingrid. Yeah. This is good, Ingrid. (laughs) Thank you. I'll see you next week. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. Transit, 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 transit.